Hey, 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 welcome to Learn From My F-Ups. This podcast is about all the ish I learned while in the food industry for the past 26 years. You'll hear the good, the bad, the funny, and lessons learned in business and personally. So if you are out there and you think you're the only one who's effed up, let me take that judgment from your mind. Oh yeah, I'm Trey, by the way. Chef Trey J, they call me. I've gone from fast food to grocery store supervisor to caterer to executive chef, from the everyday to the extravagant, solopreneur to commanding over 100 people, sports to healthcare. I've experienced much in this food industry and ready to help you be better than me. Grab a beer or a coffee and learn from my efforts starting now. What's up, beautiful people? This is Chef Trey J, and we are in the month of August. Man, this year has definitely flown by, and uh, it's truly a time of reflection. We have schools opening back up. Don't know if they're going to actually be in the classroom as of yet, and There are so many different things that's going out in the world. And so uh, this episode of Learn From My F-Ups is about taking care of your health in the food industry. So to be transparent, last night I was rushed to the hospital because I had laboring breathing and a pain in my abdomen abdomen that was so excruciating I I couldn't take the pain and so it scared my daughter and she called the um, EMT and long story short um, you know there's some things that I may have to have surgery for right but I think in hindsight on things that we do in the food industry that is not the healthiest. Uh, People tend to think that if you work in food, you eat all the time, when that is so not the case. A lot of times we will take care of everybody else. We make sure that our, you know, uh, of course, whomever we're feeding eats, Uh, Maybe our colleagues eat. A lot of times chefs do family meal, right? If you're in a restaurant, you also have caterers that make sure if they had a staff that they eat because let's be real. Sometimes that's part of the pay, right? Especially if you're just starting off. And we do not eat what we're supposed to eat. We a lot of times will go grab a burger, fries and a beer at the end of the day. Um, I remember being in culinary school, shout out to Le Cordon Bleu Atlanta. And I started off with the day classes, right? But then life happened and I had to come take care of my daughter and my mother. They had both fallen ill at the same time. So I had to lose out one, three, well, a month 
with culinary school, you do an entire semester in three weeks. So instead of me losing a total of six weeks, the first three weeks, I missed out on. The second three weeks, I literally drove every day from Birmingham to Atlanta to go to class and I drove back. Um, I actually did that for more than three weeks. I did that for six. So that was rough for those for so for those who do that on a daily and been doing it for years, I commend you. I I'm not built for that anymore. Um, but I was also in my twenties. So let's let's be real here. Uh as life goes on, you start thinking about things a little more and you're like, nah, I ain't gotta do that no more, right? Anyway, in that time, I was stressed out, um, trying to balance school, taking care of my daughter, being a good, you know, being a good daughter, taking care of my mother, and also being a good student. I also worked. Um, I, I'm already overweight. Okay, I've had weight my whole life. Even when I ran track, played basketball, played girl football, um, played softball, was a catcher. Like I played sports, but I always was thick. And then of course, overweight. And, um, and right now I'm at my heaviest. Um, well, no, not at my heaviest. Cause I just lost 9.68 pounds, but, um, I'm, I'm working adamantly working on my fitness overall. So, anywho, while I was in school, like I said, I went from day, day classes to night classes when I switched over. And the night classes, we would get done with class around 10 o'clock, clean up, and then at 11, we all went to Applebee's every night. We had class Monday through Friday and we would go and we would have drinks. I mean, we had friends that had money. So they would buy all the beer and, you know, we split the tab with the food. We buy, you know, things here or there, whatever. A lot of students were struggling. so. In class, we would eat, um, but you know, you'd be hungry after class, or you know, you want to have something for the next day. It was fun, but it was so unhealthy, so unhealthy. And then, as I continued working in the food industry, as a chef manager or a catering um, director, I I noticed the habits that were going on with not just my peers, but the people over me. I remember coming to work one day and I opened a refrigerator to get some sour cream, just that specific to get some sour cream and um, it was a beer in there, popped open. 
And it was my manager's beer. And I was like, who got a beer in here? This unsanitary. Da, 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 da. And so everybody looked at me like, yo, chill out. I'm like, nah, ain't no chilling out. Y'all know if we get busted with this, like, nah. And so I was about to pour it out. And my manager comes in there. He grabs it from me nicely. He wasn't, you know, mean anything. And he, he was like, let me holler at you. And so he said, how many hours do we work during this time? And I was like, I don't know, like 16, depending on, you know, what type of event we have. And he was like, exactly. I spend more time here than I do at home. And I'm stressed the F out. And so, yeah, I'll pop me a beer open just to keep my sanity. I let some of the guys do it. Oh, let me go back. I'm the only female in the kitchen. All right. So what happens? Birds of a feather flock together, right? So for months, I never did it. And then an incident happened in my life. And I came to work because I was a workaholic. And I started drinking at work started drinking at work still get the work done things would still be beautiful everything but i got into a very unhealthy habit and i only let it go for probably about a month and a half and after that i was like nah boss i can't mm -mm, this is not life so i stopped doing it but I understood. See, the food industry is not for the faint at heart. It is not this uh, beautiful thing that people try to make it out to be. When you see the movies and stuff and how kitchens run and all of that, <sighs> woo, you have no idea everything that goes on. And so we have to, to be really cautious about our habits. We have to be cautious about um, what we do, what we eat, what we consume, not just food and beverage wise, but also what we consume in conversation. Majority of the places that I worked at, I was the only female. So I would hear the heckling you know, I got tried a couple of times, but I'm not the most um, easygoing female. So you couldn't try me. You you could not try me. Um, I had a few that would, like, if I did have a few female staff, they would try to come at them. Um, some, some decided to submit to it because they were trying to keep their job. Some felt harassed and very uncomfortable. And when I got there and they saw how I stood my ground, they felt protected because I would call it out. You know, I would call it out. Like they say certain sexual things and I come right back. And they weren't ready for this mouth. They weren't, they weren't ready for me. You heard me. They, they were not ready for somebody like me. And so um, 
I don't like being a hard ass when I work, but I can be. And when you make my staff and my team uncomfortable because you're not used to having a woman who is over you, bet, I promise you'll want to leave before I go. Period. I, I didn't play those type of games or whatever. So, but um, that's a part of your health too, your mental health. Um, we have to be cognitive of our diet, right? Yes, you see the beautiful uh, food. So I'm I'm in the South, Southern woman. I am a true grits girl raised in the South. Um, born in Mississippi, uh, reared in Alabama, lived in Louisiana and Atlanta. So all of that, I'm true, true to the Southern food, Southern upbringing and yo, it full of salt, cholesterol, butter, cheese, like buku eggs pastas rice um delicious as it is burgers and fries like nobody's tomorrow um and as delicious as that is there has to be a balance there has to be a balance and so I'm going to be honest, I used to hate cooking for myself. Um, and a lot of us are like that. Like, you, we cook so much for other people. We don't want to come home and cook for ourselves. And, yes, ooh, you can meal prep. Man, I don't want to meal prep crap. I got a meal prep for Sally, Joanne, Bob, and Harris. You know what I'm saying? So, everybody be thinking about meal prepping for themselves. Like, bogus but then I had to realize as I got into the nutrition side of catering because if I back up I had already done fast food right I had already been a grocery store manager so when I talk about the food industry I'm even talking about the retail part of it as well and then I was blessed to be a caterer and then when I went into culinary school, I decided to also get into the nutrition side because I wanted to work in the hospital. So working in the hospital, I learned all types of tricks of how to include flavors, um, herbs, use you know chicken broth, things of that nature to season food for people that maybe couldn't have as much salt or was on a puree diet or a mechanical soft diet, things of that nature, right? All of these things mattered. All of these things were done. And so I realized, you know what? I could get somebody else to meal prep my food. I could get somebody else to cook for me. And when somebody else would cook for me, I would eat. And then as time went on, my daughter got older and she learned how to cook. So she would cook or my mom would cook. I had to put 
something in place for me to make sure that I eat. What is terrible is I'm retired, but I still have that habit of if I cook, a lot of times I won't eat till later. A lot of times I'll make sure everybody else is okay because it's, it's what? Habit. It is habit. And we have to think about our feet. You have to have the right shoes on. You have to have the, I, I always say, get the doctor shows in your, in your shoes because it's going to make such a big difference. You need to have multiple shoes to switch out with because whether you're heavy, medium size, or small, when you are on your feet alert, it affects your body. So you have to be careful with that. You have to be. And oh my God, and people will piss you off in the food industry. So let's talk about blood pressure. I know I had one of my staff. I'm talking about she was like a buck 20 wet, five feet tall, but her blood pressure would be to the roof. Her cholesterol was to the roof. So just because a person may be smaller or whatnot doesn't necessarily mean that they are healthier because you also have to realize that there are different things that go on in the body with different people with different sizes and medical histories. You know, I'm not a smoker, but I knew plenty, plenty of people that do smoke. That's their way of release. Um, I'm not a big drinker like I used to be. And I, I have my moments. But that's another, you know, determining factor. And then you also have to think about sleep. How many hours of sleep are you getting? How much time, how much quiet time are you getting? Are you actually resting? You know? So here are five steps that I want you to take if you're in the food industry for your health. One, think about your week and how many hours you work a day and fit in your meals, whether you get somebody else to make it for you or when you're meal prepping, you have a meal set aside for you. Number two, please make sure that you have multiple pairs of chef boots to interchange with, um, at least two, and get some doctor shows to put into your shoes to make sure that you take care of your feet. Go get a pedicure, go to the foot doctor, the podiatrist will help you. Number three, get a massage. Our our industry is tough on the body. So, you know, you may deal with carpal tunnel. You may deal with stress. You may deal with um, heat. You may deal with uh, having to do stuff on a whim. There's so many different things that go on. And so 
I recommend you get a massage once or twice a month. I really do. It, it, it will help your stress level in your body. Number four, please make sure you're getting sleep. So for those who are able to create a schedule, like if you own your own, you need to create sleep a sleep schedule as well. That sounds crazy, but it's not. I'm trying to tell you. Um, I'll talk about the incident in a few, but make sure that you sleep. Okay, and I mean really, really rest. That means put the phone away. That means creating boundaries of when people can contact you when it comes to the business. If you are a restaurant and you have you're open from let's say eleven to ten o'clock, at ten oh one, stop taking calls. Like the restaurant is closed. Period. And assign somebody else to take calls for from, I guess, nine o'clock to whatever time lunch is over. Like delegate that, okay? Set boundaries of your time. Put your phone away. Literally turn your emails off. Like sleep, rest. And number five, make sure that at least once a month, you take a full day off. This is for my business owners. So I say once a month to start, really it should be once a week. So let me go back. Once a week, you need a full day. I understand people want to be open seven days a week, but this is when you create a team and your team can interchange with you. But you got to get some type of R&R. Even if it's, I just want to go fishing or I just want to turn everything off or whatever. But train your team well enough to where you are able to get some R&R. You can't do everything alone as much as you want to, right? It, it, it makes no sense. Your health is wealth, y'all. None of this going to matter if you're not here. None of it is going to matter if you're not here. So please take heed to what I'm saying, okay? I love you all. I believe in you. The food industry is my heart. And I just know that the F-ups I made, I don't want you to continue making or make it all. I want you to be set up for success. Okay? I want to set you up for success. You can follow me on Instagram at retired but still got it. TikTok, retired but still got it, and on Facebook, Trey Joiner. Um, I will not really be so doing social media in the next 30 days. I'm really going to be doing some groundwork uh, this month of August, but I will be uh, posting episodes uh, twice a week, and um, I appreciate you. 
Again, I love you. And the food industry shall thrive again. Peace.